Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and this much beer is going to be our annihilation. <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading Annihilation by Jeff Vandermeer. Vandermeer? 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 Let us know, Jeff. <laughs> our first beer, and we really are going to get annihilated with the amount of beers here, because none of them are uh, feeble, is Founders Doom. An Imperial IPA aged in bourbon IPA. barrels. We talked about this. Oh, we right. talked about this, Jimmy. Imperial just means big, right? Yeah. I forgot that the I in IPA meant something different. So this is uh, a couple months old now. It's got some age on it because I, I bought it in 2017. Uh, Founders had this thing with a barrel age series where they did a, not quite quarterly because I think there were six over the year. So whatever that is, sextally. They released a different beer that had been aged, a different beer aged in some sort of barrel. They're pretty much old bourbon barrels, uh, and Doom I think was a new. I think they've done it in the past, but I'd never had it before, so bought it. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, you guys taste it. I'll r- ramble off some stuff. It's twelve point four percent alcohol. Uh, ooh, wow! It is. This is amazing. I like it. Yeah, I expected to not because I don't like IPAs, but this is it's lovely. It doesn't really have the hoppy bite. It has none of that. It smells. Awesome. Well, mm-hmm. I think it's like the bourbon you're smelling, right? That's you get, probably you why. You get like a do little like, vanilla. Do you like that? <laughs> I do like the van- the bourbon yum yums. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. It's nice. That's a sip in beer. <clears throat> we have no time for sipping. <laughs> Don't take too many sips. <laughs> <laughs> we have no time for that. Okay, so Annihilation is a 2014 Nebula and some other award-winning, not the Hugo, um, yeah, no one cares. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sci-fi awards. Yeah. Nate and I read it a couple weeks ago, really because it's short. Yeah. And you know, I was going to get to that 100 books before the end of 2017. I was like, sweet, this is short. And it ended up being something that, like, oh, this is actually auspicious timing because <laughs> there's a movie coming out and we could make a podcast episode of this pretty easily. So the book tells the story of uh, an expedition into Area X. So there's all this weird stuff going on. <clears throat> there's like a lot of... Okay, so over in... According to the story, according to what is it, South Carolina, Georgia, one of those other states, there's this weird ass thing going on. Nobody's sure if it's like aliens or have come down and like infested it or if it's some other weird ass thing. Sort of. It's just called Area X weirdness. because it's being kept secret from the public, but the military is like trying to figure out what it is and they keep sending in these expeditions. That's the thing. They keep sending in these expeditions and every time they send in an expedition, everyone dies. Or they, or except for one time, which is going to come into the plot, but. Everyone dies, or they come back and they're just completely crazy, like completely and, mad. And then they die. <clears throat> and yeah. then they die <laughs> really like quickly. They, have, they get like crazy cancer and just die. You know, and, and for some reason, they they're can't... They're first responders. <laughs> and they don't really explain it much in the first book, but they can't really do, bring video footage. Something like video doesn't work, or like electronics don't seem to really work right. And so they only have the people's recollections in their journals to, to go by, but at the same time, everybody goes crazy. So anyway, that's kind of like the setting of the book. In this particular book, the main character, actually it's from the same character's perspective the whole time, she's one of, the, I think. Yeah. She's, she's the is. biologist. She's one of four right. members of this particular expedition. And the biologist, and the, but she's just, here's something funny about the book. Every character is just called by their title the entire time. Right. They never say her name. She's just the biologist, and she's on the team with the psychologist, the anthropologist, and the... Surveyor. And the surveyor. And they're just called by that title. It's like, it's like Reservoir Dogs. I mean, like, they, they aren't allowed to know each other's names. Yeah. They, they're, they're so it's not just share us. details. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is an interesting plot thing to keep it focused on the plot and not about character development so much. And keeping with the uh, the journaling that they have to do theme, they are all ladies. This, so. are all, this is an all-female expedition, which they weren't all the expeditions weren't female. I think they said, like, like this one be. was because the last one was all men, and, and they the, scientists, the scientists are like testing things about things they're like what if we send all women this time it's like a grander experiment like big picture right in a typical you know shady government conspiracy kind of way people think about things the government is it's it's a meta experiment (laughs) let's just send all the lady scientists and let's see what happens see if their lady times influence the area (laughs) (laughs) they go into area x and it's like sort of just untamed wilderness right It's, it's just swampy woodsy at times there's like a body of water that i don't really know what it was it's like a like a lake or something i don't know it's like a coast of some kind they they say coast but they don't but you're not sure oh my Mm. fancy word i don't know what that is (laughs) bitches do you know the hudson river is a tidal estuary and not a river i did yes good 
Now you do too, listeners. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. That was important. That was fact of the day. More than books here. Yeah. <laughs> With depth. Lots of depth. We're talking about depth a lot more when we do Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Spoiler. More than just books. <laughs> so they go into this area, it's like, bucolic, no, wonderland, and there's nothing there. There are, I mean, I guess there are animals, but not... There are even, animals, they're weird. They're weird animals, yeah. yeah. They're, they're not behaving in normal like, ways. slightly off from regular animals. But it's not really clear... Like, I mean, the area is strange, but it's not even clear what makes it strange. And in fact, the whole, I mean, the point of this story is to try and, these people, these scientists, are trying to figure out what the hell is going on there. Spoiler alert, they never tell you. They, so that's just like an ongoing mystery, which other fucked up things just happen to them while they're trying to figure it out. <clears throat> so eventually, when they get to the right spot in Area X, there's like this, there's, first there's this lighthouse, that comes in the story later, but then there's this weird thing that some people call a t- tunnel, and some people, and then the, but the biologist calls a tower. Oh. Now, some people call it a tower, but she calls it a tower even though it's entirely under, underground. It's an upside-down tower. Mm. <laughs> Perhaps. Well, anyway. <laughs> sure. She calls it a tower, but other people call it a... Uh, a, re- hole, a reverse a tower would be more appropriate, I guess. I and so, I'm thinking of an Eiffel Tower. Sorry. Clearly, it's, the tower seems to be of, like, alien origin. It is, like, just totally not on the planet. It is totally not something that seems normal at all. And so, obviously, going in the tower is what's going to happen. Because, you know, that's what you do in a book, in a plot, and... And they waste no time. And you're They're instantly yeah. in that tower. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what that's and, where all the cool stuff is. And I think I think there's something in some of those other beers over there. We should oh, there's 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 oh there's there's beer than there are bottles. Yeah. Uh, any preference? Well, I trust you. Let's go for this one. It looks like a wine bottle. Okay, Nate, you brought this. <laughs> all right, so this is called catastrophic, <laughs> and it is a pear cider. It's <clears throat> a hard pear cider. How hard are the pears? Depends on how much you work it, Jimmy. <laughs> I drank right out of that cup. That is my cup. That's you give that cup back. Okay, there's some... It, I, is there a brand name on here? I don't see, like... Pears. Oh, grape, wi- grape Time Winery in Credit Brew Incorporated. I have oh never heard of there's so many puns. Uh, it, it, I'm looking for information about, like, alcohol content or, like, the usual little beer story they give you, but there's not much there. I'll look in a second. I bought this at a Trader Joe's in New Hampshire, and it says on the bottle, only for sale in New Hampshire, so... Really? Unless you live there, you might not be able to find it. Do they have a lot of pears in New Hampshire that I'm unaware of? Uh, that's a good question. Incredibly, yeah. Nashua, New Hampshire. Oh, anyway, it's, it's a pear cider. I don't think I've never. I don't think I've ever had a pear cider before, so it's worth trying. It's fucking delicious. Oh man. Oh my god. This is dangerous. This is juice. It is actually juice. It is actually. It's lovely. It's oh, really good. It is not the color of any pear I've ever seen. No, that's 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 what's going to come out of your body after you drink this color. Pretty <laughs> dehydrated that. pea color. <laughs> like it is kidney failure pea. Oh yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's like not not too dry, but not like cloyingly sweet. And it does taste like pears. It's really crisp, like, but it's not it's not overpowering. It's, it's also the <clears throat> least messy I've ever been having to try to eat a pear. Shit's <laughs> <laughs> getting messy and sticky everywhere. I don't understand how anyone eats them. Pears are just shitty in general. Pears they, are pretty good. They most of the time I eat a pear, it has the texture of a potato. Like it's just maybe you long. should like. Not you should wait, man. I don't think it's ripe yet. There's a little squishy. I have I have no patience. <laughs> if they're selling it at the store, I assume it's ready for my consumption. Otherwise, that's not, that's not how anything works. That's bullshit. All right. No, that's how it works with plenty of things. Yeah, they don't yeah. sell me a book that's about how, the words that's anymore. That's how plenty of things. The words aren't that's ready. That's not how yet. it works for the pears. They're still working on it. We're gonna send you the last chapter as soon as it's ready. Yeah. Oh, come watch this movie. Real two isn't ripe yet. No, I should be able. To, it's not like I eat it on the checkout line. I'm like, and I also ate three pairs in the store that you need to pay. I need to pay for. Like, if I buy pears... If you ate a bunch of raw, right, unripe pears, you deserve them for free, because you shouldn't have to pay money for that. Well, they, they're like a fucking potato. They should not be like a potato. I mean, I'm worried. Have you, ever, have you ever cut up... Potatoes are kind of moist inside, too. I mean, it's not... Yeah, but pears are not supposed to be like potatoes. No, no, no. Yeah, those are... Uh, I'm worried that you, you've never Sorry, had... Nobody told me how to eat a pear. Right? <laughs> you ate them so many times, like, what's the big fuss about these things? <laughs> these things blow. <laughs> I mean, this is... This, uh, this is very good. <laughs> I'm sure pears are not... Gonna compare to this beverage, so I'm just gonna stay retired from eating pears. <laughs> I'm gonna just drink them because this is really good. This is del- oh my, this is a terrible <laughs> like, decision. <it's> early, <laughs> just only keep that the, in mind. The second of forty-five. <laughs> it's so good. It can't be bad for you. It's got vitamins. It's a juice. Yeah. <laughs> this is like three servings of fruits and veggies. <laughs> it works like that. It right? will be by the end of it. I want to know how much alcohol is in there. I don't know what damage I'm doing to my evening. It's forty-seven percent. Yeah. <laughs> 6.1% alcohol. It's fine. According to untapped. Decent. So, catastrophic. Because bad things happen. Yeah, pretty much. Really bad things. <clears throat> so, like ladies entering science institutions. But 
So, so they go into the um, the tunnel, not the tunnel, the tower, which is a fucking staircase going into the ground. Because like that's where we need to be going. But they also have like a really vague mission. Right? They're it's just, just like you know, go see what's up. Yeah, find out it's, what you can. They know they know so come. little that they have to find out what to even look into. It's the kind of book where the author doesn't even reveal what's going on. They don't even reveal the reasons why they don't people know. are doing things. They're just doing them, and then you have to kind of figure it out. Maybe it's revealed in the second and third books, but I don't... I've not read them. Nate has. I have read them. And, and there's more. Yeah, there's... But, it does. but you said, ultimately, there's still a lot left unexplained. Even, in, even at the end of the third book of the trilogy, they really <laughs> don't explain everything. That's well, you know, sometimes the answers are hard to find, man. Fuck you. <laughs> It's bullshit. Yeah, no, it is bullshit. Because the point <laughs> the of the book like is pairs, to figure out... The answers weren't ripe yet, so they didn't make it into the final book. <laughs> I mean, the point of the plot is everybody's trying to figure out where the what the fuck this thing is, where did it come from, and then the book doesn't ever say that. I mean, they give some more, like, extra is it the same? Clues. Is it the same woman in the second and third books? Uh, she is a recurring character, yeah, but they're also... She's not bunch, the narrator. She's not the narrator. They're okay. also a bunch of new characters. Okay. Yeah. Well... I mean, they're going to need to be, because everyone's dead. Yeah. Yep. What, oh, spoiler. Whoops. <laughs> Shit. Oh, Again, no. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. So they go into the tower, and they're hanging out down there, and this sets up, I guess, sort of, I don't want to say the conflict with the book, like, but like the thing that, they're not going to explain the whole area, but like it sets up like the, the first real mysterious thing about the, about the place, and there's this writing on the walls that's in this like, fungusy, mossy It's like a shape. bunch of tiny, tiny mushroom fungus... Writing, but it's writing out like biblical verses. Yeah, it's, it's, like, actual, it's, like, it's like a weird run-on sentence. It's very it's biblical esque, but it's yeah, not like yeah, actual not actual verses, but the same like prose style. Yeah. Biblish, biblish. Yes. <laughs> so that's writing all over the walls, and the biologist, because she's a scientist, she puts her face right against it. Yeah, she's like, oh, let me let me learn about this. Like it's sixteen oh three, and I'm just gonna put my face into the thing that I'm studying, and of course, spores of this spray into her eyes and nose and shit. And that's a problem because, you know... Now she's infected with this alien shit. But she doesn't tell anyone. Oh, no. Well, it also oh, those other catty bitches are like just going to be jealous helping of this force. <laughs> so she then comes out, and everyone's like, all right, let's just keep going about our business. She, it is revealed that the psychologist has this hypnotic power over the other women. They basically spent, like, the months previous <laughs> during their training, like, hypnotizing under, them or yeah, brainwashing under, them? Like, under this, like, hypno, hyp, hypnosis training where... All, if, if, when if the psychologist says certain key words, that will trigger an immediate response into everybody else who's like been trained in this thing. So the psychologist could just put, throw out the right term, and everyone will stop what they're doing and go into like a trance state. And then the psychologist would say things like, "You all agree with me. You all believe I have the right idea, and you're all going to when you when I snap my fingers, you're all going to say, oh yeah, we should definitely go do that.' And so it's basically the psychologist has complete control over everyone because as soon as they as soon as as soon as she can anybody disagrees she can just go like that and fix it however because the biologist has now ingested these spores now it doesn't work on her so she hears what's going on and pretends she's like oh 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 my god this is this is happening now but and goes along with it but now she realizes that she was just under hypnosis all the time but she doesn't know how much it's been hypnosis and no one's ever real. sure that anything is really happening the yeah. entire time they're in there. And that's why we're going to re- drink this beer now. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. It's like we planned it, which we actually didn't. This beer is local from Pachogi, uh, Long uh, Island. Pachogi. Pachogi. Uh, this is the Blue Point Brewing's Hoptical Illusion. And I think this is a different, like a different batch. It says one batch only, wet, wet hopped IPA. Hopefully this is fresh. I'm not sure when this was bottled. There's no date on here that I could see. I hope I didn't buy, like, the extremely fresh, but it's five years old and sitting on the shelf beer. But we're drinking it anyway. You got it five years ago, or it is five No, years? I mean, sometimes you, you, know, you go to the beer distributor and they have, you know, shit that's been sitting there. Dusty really bottle in the back. Oh, no. Oh, he's... Oh, oh, he's oh, oh fuck. Thank God this happened. My wife wasn't home. Uh, got got it all over your supermodel shirt. That's all right. <laughs> you know. My looks will cover for it. <laughs> so, optical illusion, because uh, there's a lot of shit in the book. A lot book. of hops. Oh, yes, hops. Yes, it's an IPA. But the optical illusion part... It smells hoppy. Because in the book, there's a lot of stuff that's just not really clear if it's real or not. And wet hopped, in this case, means... So there's, like... I mean, there's, there are many different types of hops in terms of, like, strain. Like, it's a Zeus hop or a Mosaic hop or a Chinook hop or whatever. But there's also different 
states are being processed for hops. So there are, like for home brewers, you really have access to two things. You could buy whole leaf hops, which is like the little thing, looks like a green pine cone kind of thing. Or you can buy pellets, which have been shredded up and made into like rabbit turd looking things. But brewer, commercial brewers, and I guess some intrepid home brewers have access to wet hops where they're just, like they just got picked. So they're really, really, really fresh. And there's a more potency about them. So this is hmm. apparently made with freshly picked hops. There's like a story on the bottle, but I already read this book. I don't have room to read anything else right now. So what do you think? Better than it's the hoppy. average IPA for me. Which is it's not just hop, it's not just it. a hoppy IPA. It does have a distinct yeah. It's not thing just to it like look how hops there is that <laughs> I, I can hops. only imagine comes from this fresh hop flavor. It, it almost smells. It almost tastes more like like freshly mowed lawn. But in a good it way, it's a little bit more like <laughs> it's like a grassy kind yeah. of. I mean, it's also got citrusy notes. It doesn't just taste like a bucket of hops. No, it's nicely good. It's nicely balanced out. Yeah. I, I don't like that. I can't say how this compares to maybe a, the regular optical illusion. I didn't even intend, I didn't even buy this one on purpose. I just saw this on the shelf and I grabbed this. Because this might be different from other optical. Well, I've had regular optical illusion, just not re- fairly recently. Um, but the, is the difference that these are the wet ones and yes, the other ones? Okay, they wet themselves. Uh, the regular optical illusion is not wet hopped. And it says on the bottle, this is like a one-off thing they did. But I don't know when it was done, so it could be old or not. No. Yeah, it's a beer. It's pretty good. I, mean, I dig it. It's not, it's not keeping up with that goddamn pear cider, man. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink all of that. So much juice. <laughs> so they go in, and now that the biologist has is, is woke to the fact that the psychologist can manipulate them, she's, like, super wary at all times and mistrust, doesn't trust anybody. But before she can even trust or not trust anybody... Tragedy strikes and somebody leaves the party. The, <clears throat> no, so here's what happens. They they after they go, they just in the tunnel the first time. It's like their very first day there. They only go a couple steps down. They find the words and then they go back out and report and like, okay, well tomorrow morning we're gonna go back in. We're gonna go farther. They wake up in the morning and the psychologist tells them, oh, the anthropologist. She decided she needed to leave. She wanted to go home. She wanted to like hike back out to the research station. They say, oh, okay. So the psychologist tells. The two, the two people left, which is the surveyor and the biologist. You're going down to investigate. I've got to stay up here and do something. Make sure that no mm-hmm. bad stuff comes Suspicious. in after you. Yeah. So the psychologist, the, uh, anthropolo- the, the anthropologist, fuck. biologist and surveyor. Biologist and surveyor, they go down many more steps. And then they end up seeing more of the writing and it's all like weird. And then they find the corpse of the anthropologist. Like down there, like clearly, and she's like melted. It's like something she either like moss growing on her. It's either been covered decayed. in acid and decayed, but obviously she hasn't been down there for more than a couple hours. So the biologist quickly realizes what happened is the psychologist woke them up in the middle of the night and told the anthropologist, "You're going to go down there and collect a sample, just like with the hypnotic suggestion." Because obviously, who the fuck would do that under normal circumstances? You're going to go down, and the anthropologist got too close and got touched by the thing, and then totally just died. Whatever its poison. Stuff is totally killed her. Psychologist books it, like, you know, gets out of there. That had to have been what happened. Anyway, the uh, surveyor is still, like, you know, totally suspicious of these. The surveyor is a thing, very but, angry lady. <clears throat> yes, very angry lady. So they come back, and then they, anyway, they come back upstairs, uh, or they go back to the top of the tower, which is really just at the top level of the ground. Then they, the psychologist is gone. Yes, yeah, like, that's right. She's gone, gone, and they're like, what the fuck, man? Woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lady. <laughs> and they go back to the camp. And then they're like, all right, what should we do? Right, and that's when the biologist decides to go out on her own and try and find the psychologist. And the surveyor says, I'm just going to stay here. No, I'm not going to go with you, blah, blah, blah. And the biologist ends up going to the lighthouse because they can see a lighthouse off in the distance. Ends up going to the lighthouse and... I can't remember if she finds the psychologist. She finds... The no, she does not. Yeah. She finds, like, the she evidence of a shootout. <clears throat> there's blood everywhere. She's like, what the fuck happened here? What's with other expeditions? Yeah, and then she goes up top, and then she opens up a trap door on the top of the lighthouse, and it's, like, all the journals from yeah. all the previous right, expeditions. Yeah. And, and there's, like, way too many. Yeah. It's hundreds and hundreds of them when they're on, allegedly, Expedition 12. Yeah. And each so expedition sends, be. like, four people, yeah. so there really shouldn't be that many. There should be, like, 40, 40-something journals in there at most, but there are... It's like this moldering pile of them. And some of them are so old they're that they're, yeah, like they're like, you know, silverfish crawling out of them and like the pages are pulp. It's like really Plus, pretty oh, we gross. did forget to mention that she's on this trip because her husband was on the last one and he came back and died. That's true. And then she finds her husband's journal and she's like, oh man, what's this? 
But she doesn't read his right away. Not right she away. She reads at the end. Yeah, at the end. But, but that's anyway. where she sees the, the psychologist down so, on the beach. Clearly, new parts of the mystery. <laughs> on the beach. New parts of the mystery. It's clear there was like a shootout and like crazy stuff happened in front of the lighthouse <clears> or in the lighthouse. And there's like way too many journals. Like, and so obviously something very bizarre is going on. And she sees the picture of, she's, there's a picture on the wall of some characters that end up being important later. He's the lighthouse keeper. The lighthouse keeper, yeah. He's later. It looks like every mm-hmm. picture of an old fisherman you've ever seen. Yeah. He's the Gordon's fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> Just exactly. Like you've got Popeye face. <laughs> so she sees the psychologist at the foot of the light. Oh, she's like she's kind of immobilized. Mm-hmm. She's like all fucked up. Right, but she, I don't think it's clear right away what's wrong with her. She just she's just sitting there. Yeah. And then when the biologist comes around, she realizes the psychologist is grievously wounded. She's got like moss growing on her too. And she's also like she's bleeding. Broken her leg or yeah. something. Like she, so she fell she's bleeding out of the lighthouse. Well, the psychologist jumped from the top of sure. the lighthouse. Sure, she, jumped. she jumped, and then the psychologist and the biologist is like, "Well, why the hell did you jump?" And the psychologist says, "I thought you were coming to kill me." But this is clearly like a like a vision. Like and she, also, she's clearly just going crazy. The psychologist tries to get her to kill herself. Oh yeah, tried with hence the title yeah. of the book. Mm. With one of the trigger words is annihilation, mm. and that's supposed to make them kill themselves. But she doesn't do it because she's tripping on mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> shrooms. <laughs> she is shrooming hard for this entire book. Shrooming. Is that a thing? Do people say that? Do they shrooming? That's all I hear. <laughs> all right. Well, that leads to uh, speaking of annihilation. You know, like, kind of we're doing that the whole time, aren't we? Speaking <laughs> of stuff dying. <laughs> ah, oh. See, it has some life in it. I sampled this beer ahead of time to do quality control to, <laughs> for you, dear re- uh, listener. Fuck you guys, but uh, Jimmy and Nate, that is. Uh, I, I bought this beer. This is How Sound Brewing. How sound? How sound? Um, Mega Destroyer. <laughs> and it is an imperial licorice stout, a malt beverage brewed with molasses, brown sugar, and spices. And this is with spices added. Oh. So, with spices um, and with spices? Well, it's like brewed with the spices, and then they put more uh, spices. I'm not encouraged. I am going to be honest. I'm not looking forward to this at all. No. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, you want to just put it in the cup? Yeah, that makes sense. I, Fill me up. I'm not really a fan of licorice. Neither no, am I. No one, I think anyone who says they like licorice is lying. Or they're a grandma. Or they're a serial killer. Because they, when they're a grandma, they never had a real Why candy. Why me that much? <laughs> okay. Because there's I'll... a giant bottle of it. It's Mega... a one liter oh, bottle. Oh my god. Mega it smells destroyer. like licorice. It smells like licorice way more than it tastes like it. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. It's like, it's like black licorice, not like that delicious red licorice that tastes like no fruit, no demand. <laughs> Twizzlers? Yeah, Twizzlers. I mean, Twizzlers also makes black licorice, you know. No one likes that. No. no I expected this to be Jägermeister the beer. And it, I think this to be the worst <laughs> thing I've ever had in my life. But it's fine. It's not bad. I'm not it's, bowled over. It, I mean, it's just the fact that it does not taste like licorice makes it fantastic for me. Right, <laughs> your expectations. Yeah. You know, it's not super strong. Neither the licorice flavor nor the spices. Yeah, actually, or I'm, molasses. I'm pleasantly surprised. It's not that yeah. I drink a lot. But yeah, yeah, after, the aftertaste is a little weird. And that's where the licorice really comes through. Or one just, of the spices. spices. Well, we don't know what the spices are. I mean, there's a little story on here, I'm sure, but I don't, I'm not going to... It's all of the Spice Girls. <laughs> It just tastes sporty. Tastes posh. <laughs> it does taste Brewed with seven posh. different barley malts, blackstrap molasses, tastes hops, scary water, also. yeast, licorice. Roots. Scary was more like before we had it. Yeah. <laughs> you babies. <laughs> which, which one? There's <laughs> definitely ginger in here. <laughs> and uh, star anus is also in here. So Those are hard to get. Star anus? I know. It's hard to get that. Unless you're a Matt Lauer. You, or Harvey Weinstein, you get some star anus. <laughs> Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. That was, that was like that, 10 years ago. That was a while ago. <laughs> The, since the uh, this is episode's coming out vaguely around the time of the Olympics, well, Matt Lauer won't be there. <laughs> I, I hope there are like significant records broken for the women now that they aren't limping with Matt Lauer's you know sexual assault, wrecking them up right beforehand. Wow, get another world record and gold medal for a woman that we Matt just Lauer always used to rape. we just always <laughs> question whether or not Bob Picasso is going to get pink eye this year again. Well, that's right. That was that was we had crippling pink eyes. Like, dude, take a break. You look. You look terrible. No, you look like you just smoked all the weed in the world. <laughs> no, he really needed to. He really needed to watch. You know, the luge or whatever stupid <laughs> fucking event was happening. The Olympics are the fucking dumbest shit. But also, they're like, fun sometimes. But there's way too many dumb sports. It's virtually all dumb sports. Yeah. You know what's awesome? The early Olympics when they had even more dumb sports. Yeah. Like, like rope climbing? Like obstacle swimming. <laughs> what is obstacle swimming? <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> Try that shit, Michael Phelps. <laughs> He'd probably do fine. Yeah, yeah he's fine. He's, he's probably... Tug of war. Tug of war. That was uh, live pigeon shooting. Really? <laughs> Motorcycle racing. I guess they use clay pigeons now, but back in the day, maybe live not. Live pigeons. 
I like motorcycle racing. That sounds pretty badass. Now, this was like 1904. I mean, that so should, that should still be kind of an Olympic event. I'd be okay with that. So you get a gold if you make it to the end on one of those <laughs> motorcycles. Well, the motorcycles went 20 miles an hour then. Yeah. So, you had to hand crank it. Yeah, everyone's going to have to <laughs> <just> <laughs> pour <laughs> water into it to cool off the, the, the engine. Or those sweet goggles. Like, like a steampunk. Or an actual, angel. Or an actual <laughs> steam engineer. <laughs> so, uh, they find, so the psychologist tries to kill the biologist even as the psychologist is dying. Yeah. That's just that's just a bitch move. And she sees she notices that the biologist has like a glow about her. She's glowing. Dude, she's she's, she's, she's vanquished. She's her fucking it's shrooming it's hard. Her inner goddess. Her inner wrong goddess. Book. Oh, wrong book. oh no, that's the wrong book. Oh. Um, and then <laughs> that's your spoiler for later. <laughs> Three weeks. Try to figure out which no, one we record these. That was coming up before this one. Whoops. Okay. Uh, you, uh, so it happened to you no, too. You remember from last <laughs> future week. spoiler. Again, we're drinking through the dimension of time. We can't keep up. We have so many more beers. Mm. This is only like halfway through the book. It's a short book, but and, uh, it's just a weird book. Like I had no like the whole like, thing. The whole thing felt like reading someone's retelling of a dream. That's that's pretty. It was actually. very very like ethereal and like just kind of feelings and because there was a, a lady doctor. A lady doctor. <laughs> so I read a. When I was on the Goodreads page, it was like someone you know, they has those questions that people ask talk about the book. The question one person asked was like, "Was the biologist autistic?" And it was like, you know what? She probably fucking was. She talked about like she doesn't deal well with people. She likes to sit and watch the frogs in a lake, oh, and like she married a husband, but she doesn't actually love him. She just like like you know having a person around is fine, but she doesn't really care. They go out with his friends, and he just like do her thing and think about frogs and <laughs> lakes. And she has no emotions throughout this, except for like, oh, he died. That kind of sucks. I kind of want to find out. But for science. So she very well might have been autistic as shit. I think this is typical, typical patriarchy, man. A woman can't be successful without also being retarded. That's not right. <laughs> is that what? I don't know. That I was think the. That's what uh, you just said. <laughs> I'm not sure that that is the. I'm not sure that's. I'm not sure that's a saying. I'm not sure that's been a common critique. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's said all the time. You know, that's, that's a. Yeah, people say that. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, people, I was wrong. People say that. Supermodels. Supermodels say that. And uh, world well, some of them <laughs> might be retarded. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, maybe she's autistic. I don't know, but she's fucking weird as shit. For, well, she's for weird as shit. But also, she's an unreliable narrator. That's well, she's tripping. Well, yes, but they're, they're unreliable in general because she doesn't reveal things like, like, oh, I should probably tell you that my husband was on mm-hmm. this. But she's not a good. She's not. A, a, she has no reliable. interpersonal skills. Right, she needs to see a certain number of yellow cars every day. <laughs> uh, what happens next? Well, this? she goes back. Well, the psychologist dies. The right? psychologist dies of her wounds. Right. And I don't remember. Does she go back and kill the surveyor right away, or They're pretty much? Well, the surveyor's like wait, lying in wait. Yeah, to like she shoots her. Yeah, she shoots her twice, and then, and then the biologist kills her just by luck. But also, apparently, the spores give her superpowers. Right, because she can heal from bullet wounds. Well, the surveyor, yeah, the surveyor has like the one high-powered rifle they have, right? Like she has the yeah, and she just guns her down as she as the biologist approaches, and then she's like not dead, so she's like waiting, and she like throws a rock or something, and surveyor shoves up to get her, and she's in the face. Right. So she gets lucky, but also superpowers. Those those are some shrooms. Yeah. You'd be surprised, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then what happens? Uh, then we need another beer because oh, we gotta. That's we're right, because we're going on an expedition. Yeah. Okay. I am nervous about this one, honestly. You know, it's yeah, just, I don't like hearing that. I, it took me... I'm glad we... I, I had a bit of foresight. Sierra Nevada. I There was like a wax plug on top of this that I had to cut off with a knife. And I'm, I'm glad I did that before I started drinking. This is Sierra Nevada Devastation. Devastation. But like state in the middle. Black IPA and almost homegrown ale. There's a whole thing here about... An almost homegrown ale? What does that mean? And there's a story. Farming's never easy, but Mother Nature got the best of us this year, and we lost our entire estate barley harvest to strong winds in the California drought. Luckily, our homegrown hops are as good as ever, so we're honoring the memory of the barley that wasn't by bringing you this new black IPA. Now, this is a black IPA that's not particularly strong. It's, uh, uh, it says in there somewhere, 6.7%, so it's not really like the kind of beer that you should age, but it's had like a big wax seal on the top, so like, why I mean, would you just do that? to give it a certain sense of, uh, fanciness, yeah. Well, yeah, well, it's from 2013, so it's quite old. Well, it's old as mm. shit. But it was like, I mean, stored probably fine. I mean, I'm gonna By you it. or by someone else? By the man at the store. Oh, so you just got it. I just bought this. Okay. And it was like, in the back, but in, and every time I'm going, I go to this, this particular beer store, they don't ever heat it. So I'm pretty sure it's always pretty cool in there. I'm not sure if it's quite cellar temperature, so this might have been stored poorly. Actually, kind of smells a lot like the optical illusion. Yeah. It's also very quote-unquote black IPA. It's, it's a lot more amber-colored. 
or brown color, I should say. It's not certainly not black. That's interesting. It doesn't taste like any IPA I've ever had. It tastes like it tastes like a lot of IPAs to me. Yeah, I don't know. It tastes familiar. I mean, I guess I guess just it's not bitter, so it doesn't taste like an IPA to me. It doesn't taste bitter at all. But I think well, one of I the guess the black part outdid it. <laughs> what is a black IPA? I don't know what that is. That's the one that's girthier. Oh yeah, no, a little bigger. Uh, <laughs> the bottle is quite large. <laughs> uh, so black IPA is kind of like a uh, one of the newer recognized styles of beer. These are like dog breeds, where yes, yes, it's, it's like a Peonies and uh, <laughs> but the dog uh, dog beer. Uh, <laughs> so the uh, black IPA is it's an it's a it's a very hoppy dark colored beer that's not that falls within all the other kind of flavor components within the same area as so, an IPA. So is it a a hoppier dark beer or a darker IPA? Darker IPA, I would say. So it's an IPA, but dark. Yeah. So not the like way... they took a dark beer and put a fuckload of hops in. Right. It's not a dark beer because it has the same kind of mouth. So the things that distinguish beers are color, because beer is racist, then um, <laughs> hop profile, malt profile, mouth feel, and which is, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> which is like how syrupy how, how it is versus how thin-bodied it is. Thick. How thick it is. How tastes. thick this black IPA is. <laughs> Barely get my lips around it. Um, so, so the uh, those are like the various categories that you're going to, you know, the smell of it, of course. Right? So just like with wine, you know, like this, the, you know, when, when professionals are evaluating a wine or something like that, they're going to say, oh, this is too, I don't know shit about wine. But you know this this color doesn't match the style, mm. or this uh, this smell doesn't really quite match what the style. So it's like a, a weird cousin of one. So brewers are making this, and the cool thing about craft beer is that I mean there are beer awards, like a lot of you know not just blue ribbons for Paps, but there are beer awards. <laughs> at one time, a hundred years ago, that they it still counts. They could make you know you could go enter a you can go and home brewers do this too. You can go enter a competition. So this is my brown ale. I'm entering the brown ale thing, and they're gonna say, all right, this is how. Well, so the first thing you're going to say is, like, does this meet the style guidelines of a brown ale? Or whatever the hell it is you're doing. And then they'll, say, right, then they'll compare it with the other ones. But craft brewers can also say, like, I don't really give a fuck about styles. I'm just making a beer that I think is going to be cool or taste good or sell a lot of. And I think it's how Black IPA really started. Because everybody loves hops in the beer world. So they're like, oh, let's make a hoppy dark colored beer. Because there really aren't too many hoppy dark colored beers. Hmm. Uh, and, and then eventually this has become a fairly recently a recognized style in its own right. And even a couple of beers have been rebranded as black IPAs. Um, so Dogfish Head makes a beer called Indian Brown Ale, because a, a brown ale's a thing. And um, they called it Indian because they took its land. And <laughs> <laughs> they put it on a reservation. <laughs> That's right. Or really, for the India thing, they did just, those are the actual India pale ale, where they just took over and said, this is ours now. It worked. Yeah. Genius move. <laughs> so they They're like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> oh, next time we'll be ready. So the, the it was Indian brown ale. Like, so it was a brown ale, and it was Indian brown ale, maybe because it was hoppy, but also because it had like some sort of brown sugar in there and like these other things in there. And now when you buy it, it just says like Indian brown, and then like the little which sounds like a weird sex move. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, she gave her an Indian brown. It wasn't. She didn't really appreciate the Indian brown. It's like we have to take a shower afterwards. Uh, and then it has. It says like an Indian brown, Indian brown, and it, and then it has like a little you know, little story, and it says a black IPA on there, which it didn't used to say. So now that it's a style, more people you're retroactively recognizing it. Whatever. I mean, I'm not. I think it's kind of a weird thing because this doesn't. It looks. It's a different color, but for every other thing to me, at least, it tastes like an IPA. Maybe it's like a little more. It tastes less hoppy than an average IPA to me. But that could be because it's older. Because hop flavor oh, and hop smell dissipate. I guess that could be it. Yeah. Then I have no idea. I have no idea. Like I had a um, a four year old bottle of Dogfish Head one twenty minute IPA, which is like a fucking hop bomb when you get it fresh. It's like eighteen percent alcohol, hop juice. It's it's ridiculous. But I had it. it was I had aged it for four years, and then I drank it because it was a Wednesday or something. <laughs> and then it really didn't taste hoppy at all. It had really mellowed out. And you really tasted the malt a lot more. It had like more of like a tea quality to it, which I didn't, it's kind of weird. Mm. So maybe I didn't age it properly or something, but could be, maybe it had been aged too long, but the hops that when you get a fresh bottle, it's like, oh my God, this is a hop ripping my nose. <laughs> and then it becomes like, oh, there's, there's not really much hops here at all. So that could be what happened to this beer too. Yeah, four years is a long time for a beer. All right, well, it was five, 2000, depending on 2013. Well, and also when yeah. they made it versus when they, yeah. you know, I don't know. But yeah, it's at least four years old. Devastation. Devastation. And if you like spelling, you will not like this beer. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little... There's Yeah, there's too many letters that are wrong. <laughs> it's kind of how spelling works. <laughs> you can try to avoid that scenario. <laughs> yep. All right, so we have more beers, but there's more plot. So more plot. Let's All right, so uh, here's what happens. The, the, Everyone's the, dead. The bi- biologist's still alive. Everyone else is dead. Super biologist now. Yep, super biologist. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, <clears throat> poor radioactive biologist among the two. Um, she now goes back and like actually reads some of the journals. She reads this the her husband's journal, which she had found on the stack, and she reads the psychologist journal, right? Or did, am I imagining? I think she reads the psychologist. Yeah, journal. she reads, so she she reads does, the journals yeah. and she kind of finds out some a little <clears throat> bit more about what is going on. But at the same time, they're all details that just make it even fucking weirder what's going on. So the so the psycho, the, the biologist's oh, husband he writes about how. You know, everybody starts going crazy, like, within the first day. You know, some people are, like, completely lost their minds, and they haven't even been there 24 hours. And then a bunch of weird stuff happens. They, the group, because there were probably, like, seven, eight of them, they, like, decide to, like, split up because they hate each other. They're, like, completely, um, some people go off one way, some people go off another, another way, and so I'm going to, some people stay with the tower, some people go off to the lighthouse. No mystery. And then the weird things happened happens where the the biologist's husband writes that she that he sees people who are dead but they're walking by like clearly what it, what that means is that area x has like cloned the people was it I, was that what it was or they're like it was like a hallucination them. no no they 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 were this whole thing is so goddamn yeah right anyway <laughs> it is so fucking weird so perhaps it was an hallucination i i more got that like the area x actually is like I mean, cloning in this anything is possible i right. really don't know. <laughs> so, i fully believe you well uh, I can't remember if this does is that, more of a spoiler for the raise second book. But that he maybe the clone is the one that went back. Exactly. So there's the, there's this theory that the people that actually the the rev, the people who came back from uh, the expedition eleven they didn't actually come back at all. It's all their clones. It's all their like copies that were made, Area X made. The weird alien sci-fi weirdness copied them, and that's who came back. And so they the people who come back. That's why they don't really remember what was going on, and they have kind of like. But they don't. They're not exact copies. They're they, they're they're not quite perfect, and that's also why they die. And also, they don't really have any bodies, and they seem to be turning into animals. Yes. Yeah, there's like that's that was another weird thing. Like, oh yeah, they don't find any dead people, but they find a lot of animals with human eyes or something. And I think it was like where there used to be a village, and there's like oh yeah, they turned, they, there was the dolphins in the river with like it looked at them with a human eye, and then the village that was they were like all the people that were moss piles in the shape of people sitting on a couch or something like weird like that. Yeah, so maybe people don't make it out; they turn into dolphins instead. Well, nobody really returned. Like, half the people don't return, or more than half don't return, right? Mm-hmm. And there's been so many more expeditions than they've been letting on about. Like, hundreds of people. Yeah, like, the husband was in Expedition 11, but in his journal, they revealed that, like, they were 11G or something like that. And they have been, like, you know, 11A, 11B. So they, maybe they've been doing this for all of the, all the numbers, yeah, too. there's so just they, been hundreds of expeditions, and basically every one. single person is dead. Or died or went completely crazy from basically every expedition. That's fucking, fucking weird. Yeah. More beer? More beer. You brought this, Jimmy. I don't know anything about it. What's it called? <laughs> it's called Weird Weather. It's by McKellar, which I is... I picked it because things are weird in this book. <laughs> the weather's actually pretty straightforward, but <laughs> everything else is weird, now that I think about it. Everything else is weird. So, weird, McKellar is a, is one guy, basically. Really? Yeah, I mean, he, he's... He's he, very busy. He's the guy who comes up with the recipes, and I think his, his wife does the art or something, and he's a Danish dude, and he uh, he has his own brewery now. Belgium? Uh, it's it's brewed. A lot of his stuff is brewed in, in on contract in other places. Okay. Like, you know, I don't know how that exactly how that arrangement works, but I guess it's something to the effect of outsourcing. Hey, yeah, you your company, you you have the facility, and then they have some sort of arrangement, financial arrangement. You're going to produce the beer under my label. Here's my recipe. Six point seven percent. And is now the thing that's cool about this, we've never had one of these. It's Ooh. a hazy IPA. That's an interesting smell. Slash also a New England style IPA. Right. Sounds like he's never been to New England. So the New England IPA is very very different. Than other IPAs, and this is like another. This is like a, even newer than the Black IPA, very hip new thing. It's not bitter, it's really no, not. No, like, it tastes kind of like just a like juice. Well, it's it, it's they they put so it has to do with where you put the hops in the brewing process. So if you put so if you boil your beer for sixty minutes or you know whatever it is seventy five minutes, whatever your recipe is, if you put hops in the beginning of that boil, they release the 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 components that are released attribute bitterness to the beer, if you, and, and very little less else. If you do it at the end of the brew of the boil, you get the smell, you get the flavor of it more so, but not the bitterness. So I'm assuming that they put almost nothing at the beginning and it all comes towards the end. But it's also unfiltered and cloudy. It's quite cloudy. Mm-hmm. Which is a hallmark of the style. I don't know if this is a recognized style of beer yet, but it's a thing I've been seeing a lot more of lately, oh and they're fucking delicious. I think it's great. Yeah, It's very nice. This is like a lovely summer day drink. It really is. Or a winter's evening. <laughs> <laughs> or any time I'm thirsty. I, I, I like it. It is different, though. It I've is. I've never had one of this genre. It's a, I've only found out about it in December. Um, not that it was new. I'm sure it's, well, it's pretty much older than that, but that's where I first started seeing things. New England IPA. Some people also call it a juicy IPA, which just sounds weird. I don't like that at all. No, all right. 
<laughs> so we have that. And uh, let's go for let's go back to back. It's another beer. Oh my god. Let's compare with this beer that Jimmy brought. What is it? What am I looking at? <laughs> Rumination. Stone Ruination Double you know, IPA. You went solely based on the name, not genre, because I don't like ever drink a double IPA. And it's it's Ruination Double IPA 2.0. Oh. A liquid poem. That's like four, so like four IPAs. Well, I think it's just I think they changed the recipe or something, or, or they, they, yeah, different batches or whatever. It's there's a pretty sweet gargoyle on it though. That's that's their thing. He's all over the arrogant bastard stuff. Is this eight point five? Is it saying or nine point five? About eleven thousand percent. <laughs> Fucking strong! Holy shit! Uh, eight point five. Oh, a liquid poem to the glory of the hop. So that is fucking bitter. It, oh, to me, it tastes like lemon. Well, lemons like, are bitter. No, lemons are sour. Same thing. Nope. Different taste buds. I think they're the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, nope. it's okay to be wrong, but I think they're the same. I mean, they're kind of like pears. Well, then you're okay. Nobody really knows. <laughs> then you're okay. You know when lemons are like it's like a really solid potato. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that happens sometimes. <laughs> I've been there. The outside, the outside is really bitter. That's why I don't eat lemons anymore. <laughs> yeah, truth rule of that to get to the juicy part. <laughs> and then it, and then it stings. And it's not better in there. <laughs> and the seeds are crunchy. <laughs> I broke a tooth. <laughs> so this is quite the opposite on the IPA spectrum. We're yeah. really like all over. I mean, we have a lot of IPAs just because every fucking This is actually not that crazy. It's not... I've had bitterer. Certainly. This is, for a double IPA, pr- pretty well balanced out. That it's not too extreme... For double IPA 2.0, I was I was wary. And Stone it makes a shit ton of like I mean they make beers that they're like their whole shtick on arrogant bastard is like you're not gonna like this beer because you're a pussy. <laughs> that's that's like is it an IPA at all? Um, it's an American strong ale technically because it's too multi I think, but it's it's IPA kind of. We're getting properties. into like subgenres of metal category here. Yes, it's, it's, like, it's Norwegian black metal versus <laughs> Swedish black metal. <laughs> it's 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 not technically an IPA I don't believe, but they also have double bastard, which is just like. Intense. Someone doesn't know either of their parents. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't born to either of their parents. They just butted off someone's thigh like a starfish. <laughs> so this is, uh, that's their thing. That's their thing is like, this beer is too hoppy and intense for you. I mean, it's an advertising gimmick. You know, you, you're, you're not worthy to drink this beer. It's too They probably, it's too in, they probably made it before super hoppy things really became trendy. They've certainly been around for a while. It's an old one. But it's like all in the 90s, all that shit happened. It was just before, you know, we were drinking beers, but you know, that was when craft beer really started, and, and I think every craft brewery was like, oh, hops, this is the thing that you've never once before tasted in a beer. I guess that makes sense. You don't fucking taste hops in Budweiser or Miller. or any anything except old pee in Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast sponsored by InBev. <laughs> old pee. Budweiser, pee in my mouth after you've had another beer. <laughs> Well, I, th- I think that, I think you're talking about something from uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, actually. <laughs> there was no peeing in that, I think. Yes, well, not in the first one. <laughs> yeah, you gotta ease into that. <laughs> so, all right, they, the last part of the plot, we're gonna have to stretch out because two more beers to drink. There's still a fair amount, kind of. No, nah. I mean, plot is plot is really a loose word for this book. It's it's true. Things happen. I, mean, I think the guy must have envisioned and planned it as part of a series. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Mm-hmm. You don't think, I'm done. It's yeah, he would not have left part it. Of a, this is the first Lord of the Rings. Well, Lord We're of not going to get a third of the way to the mountain. <laughs> like, the end. Well, Lord of the Rings was, was envisioned as one giant book. One giant? That's a giant It was book. one book. It was like a thousand pages. That's and too many pages. The publisher. publisher split it up, yeah. Yeah. Because he had already broken it up into six sections, because you have to break up a thousand page book somehow. It's and like each section, like, each like a of foot those high. Six, well, there, you know, there's some, some large books. You've read, like, It is a, like that kind of length book. And whatever about Lord of the Rings, let's have another beer. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> we have to drink two more. And as I pour this beer, tell us some more about the plot. Well, this beer is called Bright Light. Ooh. Because of plot. And it's by Common Roots Brewing Company, which is, this is a modern style double IPA. God damn it. Made with all citra hops. Ooh, we could learn what a citra hop tastes like, gentlemen. It's proudly brewed in New York. <laughs> it's from, where the hell is South Glen Glens Falls? That's got to be way the no, shit upstate. That, that sounds like a made-up name. All right, pouring it on your pants. Uh, it goes in the cup. Anyway, it's called Bright Light, and we picked it because she goes back into the tower because no one's finished the bottom of the tower yet. She's like, hey, what's up with that? And so she goes to the tower. She crawls down, or she, she walks down with regular legs, and <laughs> then she finds the thing writing on the walls. What she called the crawler because it's crawling, but she can't really. It's not really described what it actually is. It's kind of just like she says, like, "Oh, just like the best I could process was that it looks like a thing." It's not really, really laid out what it actually is. Sort of like Cthulhu. Like, yeah, just like looking you, at it makes you crazy. Yeah, you just like you have to 
think about a vague recollection of an idea about what it used to be. Which is actually, it actually really describes how I remember these recording sessions the next day. Oh, no, like, like two hours days. later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did something once. But she gets past it, and she's like, she gets sucked inside of it, and her insides get all weird, and then on the other side, she's fine. And it's not really explained, because nothing is really explained, because it's mysterious. Yeah. And, and then she gets to the bottom of the tower, and there's a bright light. And then she doesn't go into it. Yeah, she just backs She's just like, oh, eh, never mind. And goes back <laughs> up the tower. And the crawler doesn't bother her a second time because it already sampled her. And then she sees the fisherman's face, the, light, the light keep, lighthouse keeper's face inside of it. He became the crawler. Right. And then she leaves. And then, well, then, yeah, then she's going to go travel further she, north. She, she, she takes a boat to an island off the shore because that's where her husband's journal said he was going. He said to meet her there. But yeah, but does, how did the journals all end up in one place? Asking for an explanation about anything in this book is really just dumb. Yeah. I assume it's like mysteries to be set up in the following books. But I think it's mostly just supposed to be very mysterious. Yeah, a little frustrating. Yeah, it is a little bit, but I mean, it is part of a larger whole. I guess, and it doesn't really resolve anything. So, and it's it's short. It's not a long book. It's not it's like very short. it's not like a five hundred page thing ends up a cliffhanger where you don't understand. It was like yeah, like altogether maybe they're not that long. The other ones get longer. Yeah, well, there's more mysteries, which is why I haven't read them. <laughs> but Nate's read them, so he knows all the secrets. But he won't tell they're you. Still not revealed. I mean, more stuff is revealed, and some of the characters find closure, but they don't really explain what happened or why why the fucking weird alien shit there is there. They maybe, just don't know. Maybe the movie will explain all of it. Maybe yeah. The movie will be much more concise. Well, because they can't afford to make three of them. Well, if it's the first one successful, you bet your fucking ass they'll make a second one. The first one looks like it has nothing to do with this book. It's true. Who fucking cares, right? Like, you ever seen Natalie Portman with an assault rifle? Though she never had an assault rifle in this book at all. I guess she's the biologist, right? She's the biologist, and uh, the the Valkyrie from Thor is the surveyor. I've not uh, seen Thor. It's pretty fun. I don't know who. I don't think I know what a Valkyrie is, but I don't know who the Valkyrie was. Who played her? She's a British lady. Mm. I mean, I don't think I've seen anything, anything besides Thor. But now, you know, she blew up, and now she's in this. Last beer? You gotta do it. We have no choice. <laughs> yeah. None. This is the last one that you uh, brought? It's called, Is This Beer? Because <laughs> this book is nothing but questions. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Oh, that is not what you expected to see in the cup. I guess that's oh. part of the title, though. That looks like, uh, like... Looks like a Shirley Temple. Pink lemonade. <laughs> like, uh, crystal light or something. <laughs> is This Beer? Raspberry Lime Ghosts. It's a sour beer. Oh God, is it? It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a it's gonna sour be a, ale. I just want. I'm just. I'm it's gonna be a gangbang of flavor. Oh boy, <laughs> there's nothing on here about alcohol content. It's 47. percent Oh man. <laughs> now, how how do they not write that on certain things? You know, like certain. Sometimes just, it's fun to be surprised. This is this, is, this is, is a vibrant shade shit. of something. Man, you know what's it's like old Kool Aid. I barely know how to spell raspberry. A raspberry. Raspberry. It smells yeah. like raspberry. It Who does, makes yeah. this? Still water? Still swift water. Swift water brewing. And other two tiny letters I can't see. Swift water brewing, Rochester, New York. Straight out of the crotch. I have friends in Rochester, and they call it, like the locals, they call it the Racha Cha. <laughs> I heard that once, and I thought, that can't possibly be true. And so I asked another person, independent, and they said, yeah, sometimes. Wow. I, I know people, I know some there, and they call it the crotch. <laughs> That's much better. It's, it's more, much appropriate. It is appropriate. I'm a, oh, God. His smell is, uh... It's an interesting flavor. It smells like raspberry. It's like... It's yeah. like it's like the raspberries cancel out the sour beer. Even actually, the raspberries are the sourest. It actually really tastes like fresh raspberries, not the kind of sweetened kind. It's like raspberries with absolutely no sweetener at all. No Looks sugar, like no from anything, the bush. Not in something. <laughs> and yes, it's very sour. It's very sour. It's, it's not really get the lime so much. Fresh the limes are like, like potatoes. You know, they're just horrible. This does, this does taste kind of like Crystal Light. This is, this is, this is much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, no, like those mm-hmm. three words together, raspberry, lime, ghost, is like, wow, that's, that's the worst thing I, I can think of. <laughs> I hate all those things. It is very tart. Discharge ale. <laughs> it is very tart, but it doesn't taste like the others, like sour beers. I mean, it, it just sounds say, like beer with says, something really Is this tart beer? And I, I don't know. Is this, is this, <coughs> is this beer? It's, well, it's, it's, it's pink. Like, it is, it's not any color of beer. It's Kool Aid color. Seen. Yeah. <laughs> and it's even got pink foam a little. Like, the foam has a, a pinkish hue. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pink it, as shit. Not, really hopefully not. You, yeah, you've ever had that experience? It depends. How many raspberries I've eaten? <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, surprisingly good. Yeah. yeah, it's very pleasant. It's like a it's no pear cider, but uh, oh man. Well, since you brought it up, well, 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 let's let's go best beer of the batch here today. Pear cider doesn't count because not beer, yeah. Well, best beverage of the batch. Because I mean, it's cheating almost. Because pear cider is delicious. Not necessarily. I mean, some people might not like that. I don't know. Well, they're fucking wrong. All right, best name. 
best name. I'm going to go with ruination, actually, because that is what happens to every single person in this book. Complete ruination. Are you going based, best name based on the plot or best your favorite name? Uh, that, na- name of relates. beer as it relates to the book. Ruination. Okay. Uh, I, you know, for best taste, I actually really do like this like this. Uh, is this beer, but this I'm is still going to go with the pear cider. That was delicious. Yeah, I'm going with the pear cider because it's, it's fantastic. It was so yummy. But it just means it's my favorite thing these days. i got to go with the weird weather as my favorite to drink. That was surprisingly actually really cool. I like that. That was really good. And it's got the most fun bottle, or can. Yeah. It's like a death with a lightning bolt cutting off a guy's head. Yeah. I don't really understand, but, you know. That would be strange weather. <laughs> yeah, that would be very strange. I thought the Doom was also really good. Uh, that was surprising. That was interesting with the bourbon barrel and stuff. That would I think that would be my second choice after the... That's my first real beer choice right. after... In terms of name, uh, I gotta go with... It's kind of tough because, like, Devastation, Catastrophic, Ruination are all, like, the same name. I think they're the same thing. I liked Devastation better than Ruination until they spelled it like that. <laughs> Bad grammar just... If it were any other thing, if it was just best name overall, I think Mega Destroyer is an awesome name because it sounds like a shitty metal band. That's definitely a metal band name. Totally. And and they suck. Oh, (laughs) Mega Destroyer is terrible. So I might have to go with Nate on Ruination. They're from like Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and they're here to rock. (laughs) Sheboygan? (laughs) They're from the Polka Guys from Home Alone? You know that's like Polka Polka Polka? I think for best name, I'm going to go with Is This Beer. Yeah, Is This Beer is really good. Because it's a weird name for the beer, because it's Is It Beer. And the the book is is a question of, like, what the fuck is happening the whole time. That's a good point. And it's less straightforward than Ruination for me. Fair. All right, so we got... I'm just being subversive, sorry. We drink drink nine beers. Nine? Oh, boy. That was was the goal. No. <laughs> Annihilation. Uh, we, we, I think achieved. we achieved it. Mission accomplished. Yeah. But I recommend I mean, the book is fun. It's a nice short thing. I like Good thing to use in your reading challenge if you're competing with the drunk guys on our quest to read 100 books each this year. Even Jimmy. You know he's in yeah. I like to like be challenged. Uh, in the meantime, tell us what you thought. Tweet us at DrunkGuysBC. Or send us an email to DrunkGuysBookClub at gmail.com. Or visit our website at drunkguysbookclub.com. Hey, you got there it you that go. time. All right. And if you're drunk enough to listen to this, listen this far, you probably have a little more energy. Give us a review on iTunes. Just add five stars to whatever you're going to put anyway. And uh, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. It definitely helps us out. So next week, we will be reading The Hobbit. Oh, by fucking what's his name? J. R. R. James Tolkien. Reynolds. It's Robert. Raphael it's Tolkien. Tolkien. Those are nuts. <laughs> it's John Ronald Ruel or something like that. Ruel? It's like a made it's Antonio a word. <laughs> Raul? It's not Raul. <laughs> it's just it's Raul. <laughs> England's very close to Spain. <laughs> Fine. Well, you know, we'll find out not in time. Join us next week when we read The Hop. Until next time, see you later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.